The Kayfabe Crunch is fed thanks to Uncle Frank's Trail Mix. Not to be eaten, our mix keeps you safe out on the trail. Our dried dates are designed to disarm the most dangerous dingo. And when ingested, our sunflower seeds will force even the most aggressive cougars to perform the cha-cha slide. The Kayfabe Crunch. I'm becoming news in, news in my mind. Did not think a potato would fit up there. Good news! This is your Kayfabe Crunch for Tuesday, November 17, 2020. I'm Daniel Double Dropkick. Coming up on today's edition, we have all the latest from Raw. Plus, we look at the headlines from across wrestling news media as the industry gets hyped for Survivor Series. But first, on this day. in grappling history, in 1997, Rick Rude appeared on Raw and Nitro on the very same night. Now to this day, no one knows how he managed to pull it off, given the events were taking place in entirely different cities. Most modern wrestling scholars speculate the existence of a Rick Rude clone, a clone that didn't die, a Rick Rude replicant that's still out there, armed and dangerous. Oh, that reminds me, I should pre-tape an episode of this podcast for Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, I, I should do that. And in 1996, Shawn Michaels lost the World Championship. But don't worry, he won it back on this very day in 2002. I guess he just sort of sat around for eight years. Not smiling. Thanks for choosing this silly abstract concept. And to all of our employees who are listening to this, don't you dare think of unionizing. Okay? You don't need healthcare, workers' rights, benefits, job security, salary protection, legal advice, third-party assurance, streamlined working conditions, or stock options, no. All you need is fame. Fame is all you need. Just like the Rolling Stones once said. And now, let's get on with the whopping weapon news. Top story. You have my sword. Drew McIntyre opened last night's Raw by listing the things he's thankful for. There's still one more Monday before Thanksgiving, Drew. What the hell are you going to say next week? He's thankful for family. Friends. Things he can lean on. Bars. Tables. Bill Withers. The fans. The Thunderdome, built custom-made for us, the WWE Universe. And finally, he's thankful for all of the doubters, mainly Thomas. We can't, we can't think of any more famous doubters. He promised to beat Orton for the WWE Championship and go on to face Roman Reigns at Survivor Series to, and I quote, humble that man. Break his back, make him humble, and then f*** his ass. Orton interrupted and revealed the things he's thankful for. They included being WWE Champion for the 14th time, the fine he received last week, because what's money to a millionaire? 
and the suspensions he's received over the years. Didn't really explain why he was thankful for that one in particular, perhaps because he got to spend more time at home with his family, or perhaps to look like the school badass. Later in the night, Seamus revealed he had been searching the globe for Drew McIntyre's long-lost family heirlooms. I love that that sentence described what actually happened. It was tough to tell the specifics as they rushed through their conversation, almost like it was scripted or something, but that can't be. But the key takeaway is that McIntyre now has a battle kilt, and at last, a literal claymore. As he entered the Thunderdome for battle, mashing two Mel Gibson characters together to make some sort of anti-Semitic soup, Drew thrust his sword into the ground, which sent flames shooting around the arena. After a long, no-disqualification match, McIntyre won by hitting a Claymore on his fourth attempt. Your winner, and two-time WWE Champion, Drew McIntyre. Congratulations. Although we have to ask, as soon as it became no DQ, why didn't Drew just grab his sword and go to Stabtown? And now it's time for your fast count. The handcuffs in the bunkhouse of news. Bray Wyatt reveals himself as the source of all conspiracy theories. All of those Hollywood types are exactly the same, willing to sacrifice their own offspring to appease their reptilian overlord. So next time your uncle says some mad shit, tell him you know his source is the Firefly Funhouse. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke replaced by Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce on Survivor Series team. One source says Rose and Brooke left the team due to Nia, as the pair became anti-Jax over her anti-Vax comments. Alexa Bliss finally attacks Nikki Cross. If the friend you're trying to remove from an abusive relationship attacks you, maybe it's time to call a professional. In this case, an exorcist. Angel Gaza describes himself as the thorn protecting the rose, but he wasn't there to protect Mandy Rose when she was attacked. So, bad thorn, Gaza, bad thorn. Shaquille O'Neal to wrestle Cody Rhodes in AEW. Big Show in shambles. The New Day defeats the Hurt Business to face the Street Profits at Survivor Series. And for our short-form listeners, ND beat HB to face SP at SS. Jeff Hardy upset that Elias would hand out so many flyers. What a good guy. You know, print media is so unnecessary for the environment. Retribution defeats the men's Raw Survivor Series team. So they're really setting T-Bar high. T-Bar, the bar, the bar high, the, it, it barely works. And that's your fast count. You've been counted out. So what is a bunkhouse? The world of wrestling media is almost as varied and vibrant as the sport itself. A lot more white dudes, which is a, a bit of a diversity problem, but what are we going to do? Stop talking? We should, we should really stop talking. So, for balance, it's important to look at the headlines across other media outlets. Let's take a look at this week's print editions. 
as they concern Survivor Series and the celebration of The Undertaker's 30-year career, with some popular outlets reporting on what may happen. So, let's take a look. Dave Smelter at The Grappling Ogler says a giant egg is due to appear on SmackDown this Friday, in the style of that infamous Thanksgiving turkey. The egg itself will be jet black, just like Panther's eggs, and contain the dead man himself. He'll hatch on Sunday before being breastfed by the ghost of Paul Bearer. Again, that's per Dave Smelter of The Grappling Ogler. Sect addicts have one of their trademark listicles available. As well as having their standard print edition, you can also inject this content straight into your eyeballs using a personal digital pipe called YouTube. Incidentally, this podcast is also available on YouTube. But no one listens there, so I, I, I don't really know why we bother. In this list, they rank the top 298 moments of The Undertaker. Apparently, they wanted to go for the full 300, but the legend fell just short of creating that many moments in his career. Although hatching from the big egg on Sunday will surely be number 299. And finally... Ryan Duvet, who used to work for Pro Wrestling Duvet but has since left low thread count, continues to sound off his opinions about WWE, despite claiming to no longer be involved in the industry of wrestling journalism. He just, he just can't stay away. Please, please stay away. In his article, Ryan states, and I quote, The Undertaker isn't even that good. Zombies aren't popular anymore, and I don't know why they keep beating this dead Shetland when young talent deserve the spotlight. The 15 minutes they'll waste at Survivor Series could be used for the future, like the debut of me, Ryan Duvet. I could play a zombie. I played one when I worked for TMZ. I'm the best wrestler in the world. I know how to wear hats and dusters and do the eye roll thing. I did it once in high school, and all the kids said I was the coolest and that they would all come to my birthday party. I have the best eye rolls. I'm the dead man now. Gaze upon my blanket of darkness and weep. Okay. And there's just time for a quick look at some local wrestling news. Denver Underground Professional Entertainment, or DUPE, will be holding a socially distanced show this Sunday at a parking lot in Cheeseman. However, due to local government guidelines, the maximum audience size is 10. So, you better snap up one of the... Oh, hang on. Sorry, I've just got public health news alerts coming through. The maximum crowd size is now 5, so you really better grab those... Oh, there's another one. Okay, so one is now the maximum capacity for this event. Buy your ticket now, I guess? Actually, I bought the first ticket to this event, so don't don't bother. But I guess it's a it's a sellout. The event's a sellout. What a success. Join us Saturday when we'll ask, why didn't Sasha Banks use her cool new jetpack to get away from Carmella? And remember, you can support this podcast by listening back to episodes you might have missed. Some bits are good, 
Some bits are bad, but that's life. This has been the Kayfabe Crunch. You're not quite daily, not quite news. Bump for the world of professional wrestling. The Kayfabe Crunch is fed thanks to Uncle Frank's Trail Mix. Now with exploding pomegranate, your days of worrying about stampeding moose are over. Simply spread our six varieties of seed on the ground. Wait for the moose to graze, then safely walk by all the dead moose. That's right, our mix contains several popular poisons. The Kayfabe Crunch.